It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. Drunk no, we're not. Hey, <laughs> Colton. Headphones, I did not like that. We're not even going to use that for an intro for a bit. We just did an ASMR bit. Nah. I'm not going to subject. I, I will not let Colton subject you guys to that. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, welcome back to the Odd Drunk Pod. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. <clears throat> We are going to be reviewing some albums again. Album reviews number three, Electric uh, Diddly. <laughs> I don't know. Album reviews three. <laughs> we don't know how to overuse that joke when it comes to third, three, three. The third one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're reviewing, album, reviewing albums again. We're changing up the format. We, we have five albums this time. We do, but we're not going to um, tell you. We will tell you as we review them. And if you haven't heard any of our show before, we cover all sorts of topics. But if you want to hear more of our album reviews, we have two other ones. Because this yeah. is the third. We then just go from one to number three. <laughs> Although um, we, should, we should do that sometime. Sometime. <laughs> that would be good. But um, but yeah, we every once in a while, because we are also musicians and fans of music, and we like talking about music, you know, sometimes we do album reviews, and usually the formula. Well, before I even talk about the formula of it, um, if you're a new listener, or if you haven't done this yet, you better do it. You better follow our Instagram do if it. you want that juicy content. I kind of skimped over the last episode been busy <laughs> but i promise there will be content there <laughs> and um yeah, yeah you, do that you better uh, do that because we got a cool uh limited time uh coors can here we do we actually take a picture of i should take a picture of that uh, <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure jason would uh would just have fangirl over it yeah my dad who he's been on the show um, and actually, our origin episode, our first episode, <laughs> part of our origin story, um, <laughs> we talked about dad rock. So we did start on music, actually. Yeah, you know, our our origin story comes from, you know, is from like talking about dad things. And Spider-Man's origin story is where his dad, his father figure dies. His father figure, yeah. Uh, so, which makes us like kind of like Spider-Man. Yeah. In a way. Speaking of which, we've done various Spider-Man episodes. We have our um, Spider-Maning <laughs> about or whatever it's called. The the one it's we rank all the Spider-Man Spider movies. It's, it's a bitsy Spider-Man. We rank the Spider-Man movies from worst to best. Yeah. It's a bitsy Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, sorry. That's, that's, that's what we titled. <laughs> and um, then we also reviewed No Way Home. If you want to check that out, even though yeah. you've already seen the movie, everyone's already seen the movie. You, sh you should go watch uh, it again. You should listen to our listen review to our because review. our opinion is important. <laughs> I'm import no. We're important. We swear. We we. <laughs> Listen, trust I'm us. important, mom. <laughs> but anyways, oh. yeah, we got some great uh, old and new. As we've done in the other album reviews, 
we will talk about some old ones and some new ones. And yes. we've got some good old ones and new ones. Yes. Well, yeah. we have new ones. We I'll have, just yeah. leave it at <laughs> yeah. that. Um, some good old ones and good old new ones, ones and some new ones. <laughs> um anyways, before we get into that, <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, we did pregame. Oh, we, yeah. Me and Colton have lives outside of this podcast. We drank at a bar. Yeah, we, and, um, we, we drink outside of just the Yeah, <laughs> but to you, we're just disembodied voices that you listen to. Yeah, you know. You know, and part of me wants to just preserve the illusion that that's actually what, is what we are, is disembodied actually voices. What, even though there is things to prove against that. Yeah. Even on our Instagram. Check out our Instagram if you want yeah. proof that we're real. <laughs> is that really us, though? I guess mm. we'll never know. Sowing some seeds of doubt. Mm. <laughs> Mystery. We're dumb. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're uh, drinking a bit. So tonight, what are we drinking? That's our segment. And yeah, we need a soundboard. I know sound effects would be so nice. But right now, what are we drinking? Here's a sound effect. There you go. There. Analog. That's analog right there. Yeah. Old school. Old school. <laughs> yeah. Haven't done one of those in a while. A nice pop of the can. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it was a Coors, Coors Banquet. Yeah, you've been drinking a lot of those recently. Uh, it's because they're cheap and I've been broke. Um, yep. <laughs> that podcast life, bro. Yeah, they, they, got yeah. A, they got a limited series can here, though, which is pretty cool. Uh, we'll, we'll have a picture up, but uh, it's I th- I like this can. What do you think of this can? It's good. It's a good can. <laughs> it's a good can. Um, um, uh, mm, let me get all analytical about it. Um, I really like how it's split in half horizontally, and the top part is a nice deep bronze. Yeah. And then yeah. the bottom part's the classic, you know, beige color. But you know, it's a Coors Banquet. Is it a Pilsner? Yeah. Okay. So this is gonna be this. I'm gonna be embarrassed by this. I didn't know until this week that Coors it's Banquet a were Pilsners. It doesn't taste like it. <laughs> I thought I just assumed they were lagers, like American lagers, because that's what kind of what they taste like. I'm very confused. They're now. pretty bland, but apparently they are Pilsners. Quality um, and tradition. Oh, you're spilling a little. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> trying to read and I'm spilling his beer. I owe you one. I mean, you have more down. I have. They're, they're over here. Oh, you moved them. The whole box but, of them. Quality and tradition. I'm not going to drink the whole box tonight, although I'm mm, sure everyone would love that. I'm sure we could. I would not love that. <laughs> not in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> if you're under 21, you wouldn't know what that means. You better not know what that means. Yeah. Um, and we, don't, it, you, we don't support underage drinking here. Yeah. But we do support overage drinking? Maybe. We don't condone it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we at least don't. Continue. It happens. We're we're it we're, happens. We're ambivalent. It's a uh, part of reality, and you can't change we're, it. Yeah, yeah. Ambivalent <laughs> was the word. Uh, ambiguous. Mm. Oh no! A lot of things on the show. I'm looking ambiguous. for a word, but I can't find it. I'm just gonna move on. We're, we're just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so quality. This is from the bottle. I mean the can. <laughs> Sorry, I've been drinking. Um, and I didn't even drink that hard. Yeah, we've only I've had, had a like, long day. We only had like a few, but from, I've been up from, since like six in the morning. From this intro so far, you would assume that we're really drunk already. <laughs> yeah, I promise you, we're not. We are. I can just promise you, mentally exhausted. The stresses of academia and being up since six in the morning, and you know, finally having some drinks is getting to me. School is School. like drinking, except anyone who's <laughs> under twenty-one here listening. School's, School doing. 
having good grades is just as much of a high as doing a bunch of drinking a bunch of beers. So it's not. Instead of drinking, go do good in your go do your homework. Hey, I know. Also, if you're under (laughs) eighteen, you shouldn't be listening to this. This podcast is explicit. Yeah, but they have TikTok. They have the internet. You know know what? Anyone? Hey, I'm just covering our asses. Anyone that's listening to this, give me that beer. I blame it on your parents. I was going to, you can read it then. But anyways, I blame your parents if you're listening to Oh, yeah, th- reading. Um, all the nine-year-olds listening to this, um, why? I hope you're not. I hope why? there's no nine-year-olds listening to this. That'd be weird. Um, I feel like our demographic is about from like 18 to like 30. Yeah. Just we can't a, see any of that, but. Probably. Unless, unless, unless there's, there's some like, some like 80-year-old s- listening yeah, to us. Yeah, if there's some 80-year-olds list that are like listening to us every week, I want to know about that. Uh yeah, this says quality and tradition worth keeping. Uh, a commitment to quality has been passed down through the five generations of the Coors family. For decades, our dedicated Colorado farmers and banquet brewers have helped maintain the finest hops, barley, and yeast. I had to really try hard to read that. That's not a good sign. Um, it was a Anyways, blurry on my end. Again, I've I'm drinking um, bamboo rum um, from I believe from Barbados, but I think it's actually manufactured. And um, it's good shit. It says I'll it's. Tell oh you no, that. this one's a product of Panama, ah. manufactured, imported by in New York. So it's a New Yorkian rum. Yeah, Panamanian. New York. I know we don't have too many New Yorkers listening to us, but there is a lot of New Jersey listeners. Yeah, and, and shout I think out, I might have shout out to our ten listeners over in Pakistan. Yeah, shout out to um, them. But shout out to our New Jersey listeners here in the states. Yeah, uh, that's cool. I, I think I kind of made <laughs> consistent downloads from New Jersey. I think I so. made fun of New Jersey a little bit in one uh, of our we've Batman made fun episodes. of New Jersey several times. But, um, it's in our episode. It's nice that you're gluttons for the pun. No, just, but we love you guys. It's all but, good like, fun. Yeah. We love you. Um. Yeah, New, New New Jersey. Go New Jersey. I have a coworkers from New Jersey. There you go. Yeah, she's cool. We make fun of everything, though. Yeah. The more you listen to us, we make fun <laughs> of ourselves. Yeah. Like you, you can make fun of us, but we're already doing that for you. Um. Anyways, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about some albums here. Yeah. yeah. Some albums. Yeah. What else are you drinking? You have something else there. I do. <laughs> I do have something else here. Um. This time of year, especially once it starts warming up, Kona Brewing mm. from Hawaii—they're real good. They're one of my favorite breweries, one of my favorite beers to drink. I always get their uh, mix packs, mm. yeah. and I am—I albeit I am down to one of my least favorites. It's one of their IPAs, Castaway. Yeah, actually, Castaway is not the least favorite. I like it's, their um, Longboard Lager. Longboard Lager is great. Really they have a red ale. Their Golden Ale is pretty. Golden good. Ale. Yeah. Yeah, Kona Bruin's pretty good. Go drink Kona Bruin. If you see them at the store, they're pretty widely available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also got some uh, Plantation 20th anniversary here. Fancy, fancy. I'm actually shocked you still have any of that because you've been talking about that one. Yeah, I've had it for a while. A long ass time now, since like December. It's a special rum. I don't drink it all the time. Mm, I would have already drank it. Yeah, I I'm bad you. about this. I things. believe you. <laughs> uh, it's it's good shit. It's good shit. So 
albums. Yeah, so we got a couple each. Yeah. Um. So what are we? We're gonna go on chronologically here. We always have Colton, right? So that would lay onto you for the first album, which I've listened to it. Yeah, uh, I really like this album. Um, I have it on vinyl. So what is this album, this mystery album? This mystery album is called The Tumbleweed Connection, and it's by Elton John. When did it come out? It came out in 1971. No, 1970. 1971 was Friends. It was released in 71 in the U.S., it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. January 1971 in the U.S., October 1970. Oh, late 70, early 71, whatever. Yeah. And it's a good album. No, there's not not a single one of... uh, uh, Has none of Elton John's, like, hits. Yeah, none of his hits are on it. It is apparently ranked uh, number 458 in the Rolling Stones magazine with the 500 greatest albums of all time. Nice. I think it would deserve that. it peaked at number two in the UK album charts and number five in the Billboard 200 charts. No, it's a Elton John album unlike any other. It's yeah, me. it's more folky. Folky, it's got country vibes. Yeah. Now the story I've heard is that Elton John while he was writing the songs for this had been listening to the band a lot. That makes sense. And when I we... don't know how <laughs> true that is. That's if, what I've heard. For any of you um uninitiated, the band is Bob Dylan's band. Well, they were Bob Dylan's band, and then they they were just and the then band. they became the band, the uh, band. the the late great uh, Levon Helm, uh, and uh, they they were a very good band. They they. <laughs> very, I mean, they're called the band for a reason. Yeah, I mean, they're great. So so this album's got kind of uh, some Americana esque vibes to it. Oh, definitely, and even the cover here. Um, yeah, it's the sapia picture of him like just sitting on in front of a store, like oh, a general yeah. and, store. And let me let me grab from over here. So yeah, Colton's got it on vinyl. There's an the vinyl uh, cover of it. There's a cool like booklet thing inside. Tell our listeners again. Yeah, there's there's a cool like booklet thing inside, and. Uh, I always like when the vinyl it's comes cool. with like, like a lot of stuff, like good stuff. But there, there is uh, specifically. I just wanted to. There's point, an album I've thought about talking point about. Point out, there's a giant gun. Ballad of the well-known gun, yeah. which that's honestly it's might good, be my favorite song. That's a really off good of this song. album. Yeah, that one. Uh, uh, where is it? Uh, Love song's also really good. Yeah. But um, you're you're more familiar with this album, so tell tell us. Why did you choose this album for this? Because I have it on vinyl. I've been listening to it a lot, and I was like, this is a fucking rad album. <laughs> and, uh, That's a good when, reason. When you said, let's do an album review, I was like, let's, uh, I'm going to choose this one. See, for me, there's a <laughs> lot of albums I could have yeah. picked for today. Um, one of the albums I picked for today, I do have on vinyl. And, oh, man, I love listening to it. And, yeah. just, and I have a really good, I have a good story. About it, about nice. that vinyl, <laughs> that particular vinyl. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have one of these sugar, the sugar cookie here. Yeah, one of the cocaine cookies. Um, yeah. Y- you guys all know those sugar cookies you get at the department yeah. stores. And the, yeah, know, and they they are just the frosting. Like, they are just like the the fall apart like powdery soft. soft sh- yeah, we we have a. And you feel horrible eating it. 
Yeah. Just I, like when you do cocaine. Uh, I've eaten this. That whole box was just all me <laughs> last week. Just I ate all those. Uh, no, yeah, th- this album is really good. Battle Well Known Gun, uh, you mentioned, but I like song number five, My Father's Gun. My Father's Gun. That was a good one. And also Amarina is really good. Yeah, I kind of I kind of um, turn my brain off when I listen to it because um, I listen to it like at work or when I'm studying, so I'm not paying attention yeah. to the tracks. Yeah, no, I mean, this is this is one of those albums that I discovered through... Uh, if you notice on my copy of the vinyl here, there is a sticker that says it was a dollar ninety nine. Oh wow! <laughs> um, there's a record store. What I a used, discount! I used to go to that would have a used record bin. It was a big enough record store, Rhino Records in Claremont, California. Oh, um, a big enough record store that they, unless it was like a really valuable record, when people when they got their hands on used records, they just sold them for dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Because they they made enough sales with other stuff, they didn't have to make up sales with uh, some records. Yeah, one of the records I have. So, um, is that situation? I would go through that record bin and always pick out a couple records there for a couple dollars a piece. And this was one of them. I just I didn't know the album, but I saw Elton John, and I was like, dollar ninety nine for Elton John vinyl. It was in good condition. I was like, fuck it. I mean, yeah. besides <laughs> just talking about the album itself, and we'll get more into it. You will, <laughs> yeah. But um, Ellen John is like one of the, the like best. He's one of the greats performers yeah. of all time. Yeah. And I'm a fan of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Like that's where yeah. I kind of lie. Yeah. But you that's introduced great. me to this, and I was like, damn, I never heard this side of Elton John. This yeah. folk, like more down to earth. He's not all like pop rock. And like, it's not all like the glam piano stuff. like. There's a lot of guitar-centric tracks. Oh, and yeah, there's some Elton funky John, um, stuff in this album. He had... His buddy was a big song... Like, wrote a lot of his songs. I forget his name. I'm going to get it. Oh, yeah. I saw the biopic with Tegger... Um, Egerton? Yeah. So, uh, a British guy from the Kingsman. Yeah, is Elton John. he got his last name right. Uh, 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 I'm not remembering <laughs> his first name. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good biopic. It, it was honestly probably better than Bohemian Rhapsody, and I got things. I've to heard say that. About I that. haven't seen it yet. Um, so his uh, main songwriter, Taron um, Egerton. Taron Ag- Egerton, yeah, not Tegger. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was like thinking about. It. I'm like, you're really close, but I don't. So know he's what still it is. alive. Um, his main songwriter and like one of his best friends, Bernie Toppin. Mm, yeah. Um, and. He wrote most of Elton John's songs. Yeah. Um, but that's not discrediting Elton John, but I'm just giving credit to the songwriter. But Elton John, just the way he performed and on the piano is just amazing. And, you know, one of my friends actually got to see him tour recently. Oh, like, wow. Crazy. Like, Yeah, he's doing his final tour right now. Supposedly. Before he retires. Apparently his final show will be at Dodger Stadium in November. Nice. Um, well, one yeah, of, because one of my he got huge in L.A. That's, that, yeah. that's like where he got big. Like one playing of my, the um, one of El my prof- Moro. Oh, yeah. El yeah. Toro, I mean. Yeah, one of my professors just went to go see him live. Nice. Said he was really good. Um, so he plays Goodbye Yellowbrick Road, uh, final song. So oh, nice. That's a good. Yeah, it's a good, like, send-off song. But tell us more about this album. I mean, anything we should know about it? <laughs> I mean that—that's. Uh, I mean, okay. What's some notable songs on there? 
Because you're more familiar with well, it. Well, like I know. said, uh, My Father's Gun, I think, is like a really good like ballad that, like, I mean, and Amarina. Those are my two favorite songs in it. But like you, you mentioned Ballad of a Well-Known Gun. That that song, like, it sets a good it's stage. It's a good opener for the for whole the album, tone Because it starts with, like, it doesn't start with, like, piano. Like, you no, it's expect, like guitar. It's like, like acoustic bah, 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 kind of, like. Like, like, it's kind of this very 70s, like, country rock guitar. 70s country rock, yeah. Like, yeah. almost like something you would hear out of, like, one of Neil Young's, like, more rock. This is early, early 70s. Yeah. It says um, it's his third studio album. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So before um, this, we had, um, let's uh, see, so Empty Sky, Elton John, Elton self-titled, John self-titled before this. and then Tumbleweed Connection. Yeah. So, and then after this was Friends. And then Goodbye Yellow Brick Road would come at, in 73. Yeah. And years later. that's the one I'm most familiar with. A lot of people are more familiar with that. Very good album. I mean, all of Elton John's stuff is really but good. But I really admire that you picked a... Lesser known, but still like sleeper hit of Elton John. Yeah, I mean, I think this this uh, album came out before he got like really, really big. I mean, he had made it by this point. He had a couple albums out that were popular, but like he did like like I said, there were no hits on this album. All of, yeah, you know, a lot of the the stuff that people really know from Elton John is slightly later, mid seventies, eighties. Yeah. Um, and again, I just it's it's a it's a really groovy album. That's like it's kind of got some folk vibes. It's got it's still yeah. Elton John. No, it's still but yeah. it's I mean if you've listened to the band like their stuff, it's it's very folky, but they have like funky stuff. Good in groove there too. Yeah, and like you know it comes to mind like about a well well known gun that groove it has reminds me of the type of groove like in um uh down on cripple creek like that song from the band it's kind of that same type of groove and it's 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 good and and i i wanted to talk about because i've been listening to it a lot and uh it's not talked about enough i think it isn't yeah i don't have much else to say about it um at the moment but uh it's good shit what's the first song you would recommend to our listeners uh amarina Amarina. That's uh That was the only song that before I listened to this album that I had actually heard mm. prior. Uh, that's a good one. You're clocking in at five minutes. Yeah. Long song. Just looking at your <laughs> Yeah, I have the screen, screen here, up here. Your Wikipedia. There's article. there's no song on this album that's under three minutes long. And most of them are over four minutes. And see, usually like there it's it, but the album it doesn't overstay its welcome yeah. 46 minutes like there's 10 songs in the album it's a 46 almost 47 minute album uh most of the songs are four to five minutes long one of them is six minutes my father's gonna six minutes 20 seconds it's a long song yeah yeah but, I, um, I didn't realize how long these songs were <laughs> so my next the next album we have in our list this is one I picked out. You've heard it before. And this is one I actually slept on. In fact, I slept on this band until recently. I mean, I've heard a couple of their songs. I'm like, yeah, that's good. But it's kind of like pop and mainstream. You hear it all the time. Yeah. And I'm 
there's a particular song I'm talking about there, actually. <laughs> I think you would know. I know, yeah. Um, but ELO, Electric Light Orchestra, Jeff Lynn. Um, I've always appreciated him, like, as a musician. Like, every oh, time I yeah. see him play I live mean, on a TV it, special, like, I'm like, yeah. Before we were good. recording, you were, like, uh, asking me, like, is, you know, is it Jeff Lynn or Jeff? I'm pretty sure it was Jeff Lynn, but Jeff, I just wanted to be sure. Jeff Lynn, yeah. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I, met, I said it was Jeff Lynn, and I mentioned I know it from, I actually know his name from Traveling uh, Wilbur. Traveling Wilbur is not from ELO, really, because I had not listened to a lot of ELO. And that's his band with uh, George Harrison, that. Bob Dylan, Tom Petty. Yeah, and Roy Orbison. Yeah. Um, yeah, good band. Um, but yeah, yeah so th- th- this album here. So yeah, I picked out um, Out of the Blue, and there's a reason I picked this one. There's a lot of older albums I could have picked that I wanted to pick, actually. Well, not over this, but I mean, there's a lot of albums that have been on my mind for the next time we do an album review. Yeah. Um, But this one, I kind of had like an aha, like light light bulb turn on moment when I listened to it. I was like, holy shit, how have I never listened to this album in its entirety before? I've heard a cut. Really, I've only heard one of the songs. Before yep. I listen to this album, you know which one it yeah, is. Yeah, Mister Blue Sky. Yeah, Mister Blue Sky. That's in Classic, Guardi- Guardians you know. of the Galaxy, and it's, it's in everything. It's a long album too, and it's a good song. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad song or anything, or but it is, you know, the mainstream one that's played from this. There's yeah, some out of the blue, just really good ones. In oh, there, the whole album, Sweet like, Talking Women. Oh God, is man, a banger. But I have yeah. a story about this album. So one of our longtime listeners actually friend of my dad he works with him uh jason halfcoat as we Cap- call him captain, captain halfcoat yeah. yeah and i hope you're <laughs> listening and i hope you like that nickname um i mean it basically makes you a pirate you know yeah so. pretty much but he for actually legal reasons for legal reasons not a pirate but not a pirate <laughs> but <laughs> sounds like one talk like a, pirate. a buccaneer Ta- a buccaneer yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways yeah our buddy halfcoat he um actually sent through my dad, he sent it to my dad to send to me. He sent me this album. He bought it used at a record store back in my hometown. And he bought it for like, I think like, I can't remember the price tag, but cheap. Yeah. Especially for this album. It's always great when you can find albums and, real cheap. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, ELO, Electric Light Orchestra? Hell yeah, I love Jeff Lynn. I, you know, everything he's in and like his inspiration from the Beatles and everything, you know, and... Mm-hmm. And with the traveling Wilburys, I've always cool listened hair. to them. He's got cool hair. <laughs> He's <laughs> and they kind of helped pioneer this whole one. One of the albums we talked about a while ago in our first album reviews, I believe, like um, Weezer. Yeah. Okay, Human, the whole orchestra, mm-hmm. orchestral album. Well, that wouldn't that. I don't think that would exist without this, without oh, Electric Light Orchestra, because yeah, no, they always include. An actual orchestra with it's their a albums. Big sound. It's a yeah, huge like, sound. Um, you have this whole orchestra and everything. Um, and um, the conductor, I'm going to give credit to the conductor, that's for sure. So, Lewis Clark, not Lewis and Clark, just Lewis Clark. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and apparently, I haven't, I couldn't find like the exact quote. But Jeff Lynn, like, and this album came out in 1977, the time of Star Wars, late 70s, you know. Yeah. Um, but it is a se- it's my first 70s album I've talked about on this uh, show. But um, 
There's plenty of others I could talk about. <laughs> In fact, one I've been listening to. Oh my god, I could talk about that one, but I won't spoil it. But apparently, you know, he's trying to come up with songs and everything, and he dreamed like a lot of these songs. Apparently, like really? from what I've heard, wow. and uh, like the whole narrative and everything. And I just I love the album cover, like the space shuttle going into the UFO, like the rainbow colored, like it's you know cool psychedelic futuristic but this album i'll tell you let me preface like i've always been a fan of pink floyd who is it really i mean um i've I've always liked pink floyd elo is a band i just kind of slept on i don't really know why it's not because i didn't like jeff lynn or anything it's just because I never had anyone listening to ELO around me, and every time I heard ELO, it was either on Austin Powers or Guardians of the Galaxy. They're just so they, <laughs> they're just one of those bands that were because Evil Woman. That's an Austin Powers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're they're just one of those bands. So every that... song I've heard from them has been like, oh, it's just like a pop of the time. Like they're one it... of those bands that like were really good, but they just weren't the biggest. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of slept on a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so I mean, and there's certain bands like that. Like recently, I've been I got into Ten Years After. Yeah, they're punk band. They're no, no, they're a British invasion band from the '60s. Oh, I'm thinking of Stiff Little Fingers. Uh, no, um, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm mixing up your band. Oh uh, no, Ten Years Ten Years After, a British invasion band from like the '60s. Uh, uh, Alvin Lee, the guitarist and singer. Oh, okay. Um, so I've gotten to them recently, or. Um, you know, uh, from uh, the last um, album review, did the the album that you brought forward? Um, what, I'm blanking. I'm, the latest album review? Yeah. Uh, um, I talked about. Well, I'm forgetting. Freaking. What? <laughs> what did I talk about? Let me look at our our Instagram, <laughs> which you should follow, by the way, um, to find out what I talked about. But but either way, I think I think. ELO just kind of sat into that category of like there's these At bands. Audrey's pod. Yes. Um <laughs> these bands that are just like there's a lot of bands that are really the good. The cult? Band. Yeah, the cult. I just like like they're not like that that old, but like I had never really well, they're pretty old. I mean, I, I, I had never gotten into them. Yeah. Until like they've been slept on. They yeah. were just slept on. And ELO's kind of in that that category not as much as the cult for sure like yo it's way bigger than the cult well yeah they (laughs) they're in movies i mean seriously like they're not i would say they're slept on not popular wise but just like respect wise music wise yeah um but out of the blue like holy shit like i my dad was like oh you'll love turn to stone and everything Mm. and i love turn to stone it's a good one um it's over. I mean, this is an album, and kind of what sparked inspiration to do album reviews on this show is whenever you find an album, and there's albums we talked about on the show that fit this niche, but like yeah. when you find an album that's like, this is complete front to back. You just listen to the whole thing. Yeah, you're you're ha- like, like, this is a solid. You don't go in to listen to album. a particular song and, or and single. Like you listen to the whole album. Yeah, like, and, and like we try and, to include new albums on here, and that's just our attempt to uh, stay relevant. Stay relevant. Yeah, but like when we say and one of them, I legitimately think is like a yeah. really good album. But yeah, we'll get but, to that. But, but when we when we talk about these older albums, it's typically albums that we think deserve 
either deserve attention because they haven't gotten it, or maybe they've gotten attention, but we just think they need more attention because they're just such a complete album. This one's one of those. It needs yeah. more attention. And But for me, you know, Jason Halfcoat, our buddy, sent it to me. He sent it to me. I mean, and, yeah. and, and I want to just talk about it because one of our listeners sent us an album but I legitimately like fell in love with it. Like I've never listened to ELO like besides like hearing their songs in movies. Yeah. Like I'm serious. Like I'm being straightforward with you guys. Like I this is my first time just sitting down listening to an ELO album. And like I said before, I've always liked Pink Floyd, but they always, well, especially because Roger Waters and yeah, Roger Waters is amazing, and I do think that he's necessary to component of pink floyd you can't just have pink floyd without him oh yeah but that's a whole discussion but um and yeah i love david Gilmore. yeah have fuck you, yeah he's a great guitarist floyd's new song? i love his vocals i haven't listened to the new song i haven't either but, but um I was, I was hoping you had <laughs> but pink floyd it, it the whole time i was listening to this album it's like this is pink floyd but happy yeah <laughs> yeah and it's, well, it's what, just what i what i what, what i appreciate about it is it's also the the melodies like the basic melodies are simple enough to be catchy but the actual instrumentation because it's electric light orchestra are very complex and well thought out yeah and it's it's you can listen to one of these songs so let's talk and, about and actually pay attention to like what they're let's what, talk about these tracks here yeah yeah so you have turnstone great opener mm-hmm. and uh if you've nev- never listened to ELO before this will it will tell you what ELO is all about musically. Oh, yeah. Good representation. <laughs> the orchestra and everything. Honestly, I think it's Mr. Blue Sky Sweet is not. Talking. I, I think it's not a good representation of the rest of the album. It isn't. Like, uh, it's I, a, I think it's a great song. It's a good song, but it's not the best song. But if if you um, if you if you've only watched Guardians of the Galaxy and that's the only song you know and you saw that this is the album it's on, so you were going into this album expecting that. No, it's you're going to be surprised. Every song has a different kind of vibe yeah. to it. That's what I really appreciate. Turn to Stone, it's over. I really adore that one. Sweet Talking Woman has a really fun vibe. That's a banger. Uh, I really like that one. Across the Border, Night in the City is actually one of the sleepers, I think. Mm -hmm. It's a really good one. one. Um, I like Believe Me Now that Starlight has this really cool, like, it has like cool synth going on. Yeah. Um, Standing in the Rain. Like it, yeah. the second half of this album, like gets like really big and epic, like with oh, standing in the rain. Yeah, yeah. Summer and lightning. Really Summer and lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Blue Sky, obviously. I mean, like, yeah, still a great song. Still a great song, even yeah. though it's maybe overplayed nowadays. But this whole but. album, even if you can't remember the name of a song per se, this album, it's one you listen to the whole album. Like, I can't. Well, like, here's a really cool thing. I so, can... like, side three here, I'm looking on Wikipedia here, and it's side three. Well, yeah, it's a four-side album. It's a four-side album, yeah. So, and side three is specifically labeled Concerto for the rain, for a Rainy Day. Did you notice that? About yeah. the entire, those four songs follow a story of a rainy day and then com- concluding with Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's cool. That That's, that's a good story to like it. Like you mentioned yeah. earlier with Weezer. That's what it reminds me, like Weezer reminds me of, like uh, Rivers trying to do that type of stuff. Well, and just a quick shout out to Weezer, and I probably will do include them on an album review coming up. Yeah. Um, at least when they have a couple. Well, Weezer, okay, Rivers Cuomo. I honestly think he's on. He's mental. Like, how does he do this? I yeah. don't know. 
But he's yeah. got f- well, he's got three more albums coming out this year. Well, EPs. The first one came out, so the spring EP. I don't know if you've listened to it. I haven't. Um, yeah, I, I kept. I definitely out. recommend it. Um, it's just a really fun, happy vibe. It's like the perfect spring album. Like I, I don't know what else to tell you. Like it's got good acoustic stuff, like mandolins in it. It's got. It's just a happy, positive. It's a positive album. It's uplifting. Yeah. yeah. And Weezer, yeah. The I thought about just talking about the Weezer EP, but I was like, you know, it's an EP, not an album. Technically, yeah. we've already talked about Weezer before. I mean, I mean, we could we could do an episode. But I that's will say all EPs. I will say though, but uh, if the summer EP comes out and it's as good as the spring one, I will talk about both of them as if they were one album. You know what I mean? Like I'll include them as one album. Yeah. Um, yeah, we probably should. Yeah, yeah. Just if it is as good as the spring one. If it see, we don't we don't just pick stuff out just to make fun of. We usually pick stuff out that we like. Yeah. Um, we even with our movies, you know, with some exceptions. Hellboy, for instance, Cats, for instance. Uh, we usually pick out stuff we like talking about. <laughs> but um. <laughs> But yeah, ELO out of the blue. Like, if you haven't heard it before, listen to that album. Like, holy crap! Like, it, it's an amazing album, front to back. Like, hour and ten minutes, you don't even really notice. Like, I mean, it, it's like it does run fast. Like, I was looking at it's this, one of those albums that, and I was looking. I mean, I'm looking at this track list, and I'm seeing Mr. Blue Sky is the fourth song, is the end of side three. Three. And when I it's was a B side, when I was list, it's a C side. Like, a C side, yeah. <laughs> and when I was listening to the album, I felt like it came up, it came way faster than that. Yeah, and um, it just gives you such yeah. a fun vibe. And I remember when I first put it on vinyl, when I got the vinyl in, thanks, Captain Halfcoat. <laughs> but when I got the vinyl in, and I can't say it's like one of the original pressings, but it's definitely an old vinyl. I know yeah. it's like from the seventies. I mean, um, I've looked at the serial numbers and everything. You know, sometimes it's it cool, is an old one, even if it's uh, not like the valuable album. It's cool to have old ones. Old one, yeah. One of these days, but like it's in perfect condition, dude. Like nice. whoever had this before and like sold it to the record store one or of gave these it to days, them, uh, really took care of it. One of these days, let's uh, do an episode talking about our vinyl con- collections. Yeah, that's um, a good idea. Also, we did not plan this, but the two old albums we both chose for this episode are what we happen to actually have. We both have them. Yeah. They're both from the 70s. There's another 70s album I thought about we, we, talking about. We don't collaborate on these al- epi- these album episodes. I'm like, hey, here's like... the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. And then we... you're like, okay, here's the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, we, we like... just say, we just tell each other which ones we've been listening to. <laughs> No, it is. I will say, like, I'm not going to be pretentious and be like, oh, you got you to have the vinyl to really experience the album. I mean, you, you, but it is it's cool. I mean, there is something it's tangible. There's something nice about having a tangible yeah. album you have to put on and you have to flip can, it when it's time. Unless you have one yeah, of those fancy record have one players. Of these cool covers that has all the and lyrics like, inside. Are, yeah, and they, stuff. they come with the lyrics. They come with a poster look or a little cool ass photo of Elton John. on. Yeah, a look train. at that. That's cool. That's <laughs> but Bernie, they, Bernie uh, Taupin there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they come with stuff, and like it's tangible. And I've well, bought, it not. I've bought new records from new artists where they, where you open it up and there's stickers inside. Oh yeah, that's always fun because they new include, ones too. Yeah, they give you stuff. They're like you get it's, tangible it's things. Fun and records are fun with vinyls. I mean, there's something about like just putting the record on, and you have to listen to the whole side. Yeah. 
like skipping is really not a thing you do. I mean, you can yeah. because you can look at the lines and like where the song ends. But, but like, it's a, it's kind of it's, it's kind of a hassle. Inconvenient. It's a yeah. hassle. I, I almost uh, never skip songs. That's, on oh, I never skip yeah. songs on vinyls. Like yeah. on vinyl, I pick the side. Now sometimes I, I I'll can, skip a side. I've done that. Yeah. I'll go to a side that I want to listen to. But like yeah. I'll tell you, like on this out, al- like on albums like these, like out of the blue, like. I, I I do start to finish. Yeah. Like now I won't necessarily have time to just spend my time listening to the album, but to have it on the background while I'm doing homework or Th- while that's, I'm that's, doing work I mean, or yeah. jogging, whatever. You know, I mean it taking a shower. <laughs> <laughs> but man, like every song just the way it flows into each other and like it tells this big grand story. Yeah. And no, it's, it's it's really it's one of those. Uh, it's, a it's solid album. It's a monumental album, and that's a cool one say. to have on vinyl. That's it's super cool. I I, I liked it. I had not listened to this one specifically it's, before. It's the only ELO album um, I've listened to. Though. I've listened to like best of ELO and stuff like that. Uh. Um, so I I had an idea of what ELO was other than Mr. Blue Sky, um, and <laughs> Evil Woman, <laughs> and Evil Woman. Yeah, but um, no 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 no. But I hadn't listened to this album, and I'll say this album. I mean, I will always say it's it's one it's not wrong to listen to a best of album, um, but you sh- if you really like an artist, you should listen to one of their proper albums because yeah, there's more that goes into in most albums, not all albums, but most albums there's more that goes into it than just a bunch of good songs. Well, here's it's also a, how it flows and how the theme it flows, of the album how the album sort of stuff. Here's a good example for you, Colton and the listeners. Um, like I have, you know, everyone's got their favorite Beatles songs. Yeah, yeah. And not all of my favorite Beatles songs are on my favorite Beatles album. Yeah. In fact, Abbey Road I think might be the best, but personally my favorite is Rubber Soul. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have any of the big huge That's hits. That's a pretty good one. My, uh, but yeah. I just like it as an album, how it connects to me, how it flows. Mm-hmm. And then I know a lot of people, and this is just to get some of the Beatles talk away, and I will say... um we're not going to cover bands like that big. And if we do, it's going to be a sleeper hit. Album. Yeah. Or we'll have a very good reason for it. A good reason. But like yeah. with the Beatles probably never cover it because like everyone, come on, like, you know, the Beatles, like the Be- you've they're all, good. You've they're all really heard good. enough about the Beatles. Yeah. You've heard enough about them. You've There's- all been watching that documentary in Disney plus. It's good. No one will shut up about. It is good. Colton. It is, yeah. <laughs> I know it's good. Cool. But, seeing how they come up with everything. No one will argue shut up about other. it. <laughs> yeah. They won't. They won't. Beatles <laughs> fans don't shut up. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> But um, but like my, what I'm trying to say is like, there's good albums, there's good songs, mm-hmm. you know, like, and there's good bands. Yeah, bad bands can have good albums. Good bands can have bad albums. Yeah, and with albums, I want to know: can I listen to this album as it's presented, front to back, without skipping anything? Yeah, that's... without just picking out songs. And yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm not saying I won't pick out songs. But it's the fact that I can listen to the whole thing and yeah. enjoy it. And that's the thing with like greatest hits albums, for example. And greatest hits, that's great. Like I like, mean, sometimes those greatest hits albums, you get the where songs I you sk- want. I skip shit because I'm like, oh. Sometimes the greatest hits, I'm like, well, you this, skip on the greatest hits. Sometimes I do because sometimes there's a band where I'm like, yeah, I. For example, I mean, and and this is why I say, if someone were to ask you what your favorite album is, it is not acceptable to say a greatest hits album. I'm talking to you, mom. 
For example, <laughs> I have a Queen Greatest Hits album. It they was, have really bad inconsistent pressings on that yeah, one. Yeah, and know. I have a Queen Greatest Hits album. If you have in the my vinyl, car. it's in my car. Oh, you have the CD. Okay, it's just a CD. You're lucky. Yeah, Good. yeah I, I listen to CDs in my car and also cassettes, but not because that's I think, real old school. Well, it's not because I think they're cool. It's because I'm broke and they're cheap at the thrift store. True. And when I find an Eric Clapton Greatest Hits cassette at the thrift store for fifty cents, I'm gonna buy it. I'm guilty. I use Spotify. <laughs> my, well, my car just doesn't do well with um, Bluetooth stuff. Bluetooth or aux like cable. adapters. Yeah, it just doesn't do well with that. Oh, yeah. it's just not good quality. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it just doesn't do well with that. So um, I rely on CDs, radio, and cassettes. Nice. Um, <laughs> but I have a Queen's Queen Greatest Hits album, and it's mostly good. But there's a couple songs that I dislike. Um, one of them. What's which, that? Uh, well, Body Language is a weird ass song. I don't know why it's on the greatest hits. That's weird. Because it's a f- weird song. <laughs> and I never am in the mood to listen to it. Um, also, this is a, a, a hot take. Um, I Want to Break Free has an ugly guitar solo in it, and I typically skip it. Hmm. That is a hot take. <laughs> it's because a hot take. I don't think there's any Brian May solo I dislike. I, I dislike that one. I want to Break Free. Because it sounds like he didn't know what to do. I think I might be just, thinking of a different song, though. Yeah. Because it, I'm thinking of I Won It All. No, no, no. Is that on the album? I don't know if it is. Because that's like one of the Freddie Mercury's last. Yeah, no. I Want to I break, break Free. free. It's the one that starts with like the uh, like the, the the cellos in the background, kind of the same way that George Michael's Faith starts. Oh, and okay. Then, and it has the guitar solo that's just, I don't think I recall that one. It's it's probably one of the most played ones on the radio right now. Nowadays, um, it's you've other def- than like Bohemian Rhapsody. You've definitely heard it. You've seen the music video. It's the one where they're in drag. Oh, okay. I want to break free. That song. That's one I don't listen to that much. Yeah, the guitar it's, solo is ugly, and you it know sounds what? like Brian May didn't know what he was doing and didn't give a shit. And I don't like <laughs> it, and I skip it. Well, the thing with Queen, my favorite Queen album isn't a studio album; it's a live performance. Uh, yeah, I know what um, the one you're talking about. Yeah, is and uh, I think maybe, perhaps we'll do a live albums edition ooh, because I like this idea. Live albums. I'm not saying they don't count as an album because mm-hmm. it is different. It's distinct, but I also they're not studio albums. Yeah, because we're talking about studio albums here. Yeah, but there is definitely a lot of good live albums out there that I'd like to talk about. Yeah, definitely. But anyways, it's your turn again. Yeah, and so we're going into the new album. It's very convenient that it just happens to be we uh, go back and forth like this. We didn't it always that happens that way. <laughs> we did I'm not telling plan you. it that way. I remember one time we had a band, I think it was the Chats and Strokes maybe, that had an album that came out the same year, but the Chats came out like a month before the Strokes yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, the Chats have a new single. I don't know if you heard it. Oh, I haven't it. heard it yet. It's like Struck by Lightning or something. Oh, sick. I'll have to check it's that pretty out. pretty good. Um, and also... Well, they have I'll a mention, new guitarist, I think? Yeah, yeah. The old the old guy uh, left uh, after right after the last album. Like after they kind of got big. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, but speaking of punk... Yeah, speaking of punk. So this album came out in 2021. I don't know what month because it doesn't say on the Wikipedia. I have the month, Colton. You have the month. Came out March 12, 2021. Awesome. And it's 
You it's can tell them Hestia that. by the Rum Jacks. Yeah. It's, uh, it, now, the Rum Jacks is a band I've listened to for a while. No, um, I know. Yeah, long as And uh, they were never like my favorite, but they were pretty decent. And they had some good songs. Uh, but they're, they're old singers. You best describe them as a Celtic punk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I- Irish punk. They're, they're, Irish punk. They're Australian, actually. Um, yeah, that's the funny part, but they yeah, but play they, Irish they punk. They sound... They don't sound Australian at all. No, they don't. Except for some occasional references to Australian things in the <laughs> lyrics. Like, but you wouldn't guess that. Like Australian. Mr. Sunday movies. <laughs> <laughs> if they reference Mr. Sunday movies in a song, <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> or Nick you, Mason. You, you know, the things that Australians are into, like Mr. Sunday movies. <laughs> um, I don't know uh, Australian. I I don't know very. I know very little about. I actually know very little about Australia. I know we're a little tiny podcast, um, but we do recommend the Weekly Planet podcast if you want something that's good. Yeah, if no. you somehow <laughs> listen to us and not heard of them, them yeah, go check them. Go out. check They're them very out. Very good. Um, uh, they have they um, cover movies and. <laughs> Yeah, but but they're old. They're old singer. He had more like a stereotypical like Irish, like Scots Irish, like way of singing, and he yeah. was fun. But he was very violent, apparently. And I heard there was domestic abuse involved. Yeah, and not not just like accusations, but he served time but in for real. prison for it. Yeah, um, and he has a history of that. That's and no good. What a bloke. Yeah, and so they finally got sick of it. The band it sounds like, and they kicked him. And they got a new singer and songwriter, um, who I should pull up his name. You should. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a that good idea. That wouldn't be. But I'll tell you, before you get his name, um, I've listened to the Rum Jacks before, but this is the first Rum Jacks album I've listened to. to yeah, I mean, they have other They have other oh, albums that are good. I recommend Saints Preserve Us and um, Gangs of New Holland. Those are both really good albums from their old singer. But you had to pick a new one. But uh, well, this is the one with the new singer. Like, not even a week before you texted me saying let's do another album review. He started. I gave this album a shot and would have been super into it for that. Week. Nice, so nice. It was just good. Good. Yeah, timing. Hestia. Um, I will say, it's a fine freaking album. Yeah. Like it, Mike Rivkes is the new Mike singer. Mike Rivkes. Uh, he's very good. He's not as Irish sounding. He's got. More of a pop punk. I kind of appreciate that though. But it's fun. It's I think it melds well yeah, with the music. I like I agree. Especially one that's not actually Irish doing an Irish voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if the other guy if that was his actual accent or not. Um they're Australian, but I don't know. Could be Australian Irish or yeah, whatever. Or something. Like. I don't I don't know much about uh, him other than But I will say, yeah. yeah, I had a real fun listening to this album, just doing yeah. work and everything. And for me to stand out song, and we talked about this a little. Oh, mm-hmm. they have a song called Lizzie Borden. We yeah. talked about her before in our <laughs> um, haunted episode or whatever. Yeah. But, um, and I think I might have been factually incorrect about her, but that's okay. That was a long time ago. <laughs> don't listen to it, but you can listen to it. I don't listen care. It was in our epi- Spooktober. Listen to different episodes. Yeah. Listen to anything. Yeah. But that. No. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, for me, man, through these iron sights is a banger. Like oh, it's a total yeah. banger. That that one. That um, one. Well, I've been honestly one. Maybe next time I will do some metal albums. Yeah. Um, I've been 
itching at it, but you know, I was like, you know, it's like, you know, that's a little too obvious for me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for Colton. I mean, I mean, he knows me. I mean, I picked an Irish album this time. That seems pretty obvious for me. I think yeah, it's yeah. Fair if you did a, a metal next one next time. Yeah. Time. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, through Desired Sights has this like metal breakdown in mm-hmm. it, like this yeah. cool ass guitar breakdown. That yeah. came out of kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it, it's just a really fun <laughs> album. Cool. To listen to. Uh, Naysayers, the first song has this uh, Irish opening, and that's actually a traditional Scottish song called the oh. Kesh, or not the Keshig, uh, the uh, the um, Tamlin, the Glasgow Reel, which is a song I I I had kind of put off on listening to this album because they got a new singer and I had heard like a snippet of there's one of their songs and just wasn't digging it so i just didn't listen to the album for a while and i finally put it on and first song i know how to play that song like myself so i immediately was like oh i know that song this is cool um also um just a little historical reference here hestia the name of the album is the greek goddess of her hearth ah daughter of cronus and rhea and one of the 12 olympian deities very cool uh when uh this is from Britannica.com, by the way, because, you know, we cite our sources here. But when the gods Apollo and Poseidon became suitors for her hand, she swore to remain a maiden forever. Whereupon Zeus, the king of the gods, bestowed upon her the honor of proceeding over all sacrifices. Wow. That's pretty cool. Um, they, they also released a new EP, and EP is like an understatement. It's almost a whole LP. Uh, like this January called Black and Gold. Oh yeah, um, and they've already since then released another single. Nice. They've been on a roll. Nice. With releasing stuff. Um. Anyway, I mean, my favorite songs, "Rhythm of Her Name," is a really good one. Um. Oh yeah. It's it's a softer song, acoustic. Um. And I also like Athens to the North. Athens to the North. Yeah, that's, that's like a whole epic. That's vibe. a banger. That's a drinking yeah. song there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Um, and this song, this album also clocks in around forty-seven minutes. Yeah. Um, pretty for me with album lengths, um, it really depends. Like honestly, if you're gonna have an album, let's say you have an hour and twenty-minute album, okay, Pink Floyd, ELO, hello, um, it better all like connect and like be a good ass album throughout. Now, yeah, not all songs are gonna be as good as the other. Are you know not all songs are going to be bangers yeah. per se, but they better flow well and make there, a good album. There's a couple albums I can think of that like I really love, and I love their songwriting. But their albums are typically really short, and just knowing their songwriting style, I question if they could hold together an hour long album. Um, True. Billy Bragg is one of those. I'm a huge fan mm. of Billy Bragg, especially his early stuff. When he just like played electric guitar by himself, like an acoustic guitar, yeah, 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 like, really cool <laughs> stuff. But his albums then were like thirty minutes long. Yeah, for and me, I question if an my... album of that style could hold together if it were an hour long. True, no, there's certain yeah. styles that need to be shorter, right? Yeah, but so, for me, like, my optimal to someone like ELO who can hold together an for hour, hour over minutes. an hour, yeah, yeah. Uh, my optimal album length, though, like just in general, on average, about 45 minutes, 40, about, yeah. 45. 
Um, any more than that, you better be like a good conceptual like prog band or yeah. something, <laughs> or you know, you better just like have your shit together. Generally, unless um, with some exceptions. But if it's like thirty minutes or less, unless it's a punk album or something, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, generally, that's a waste of my money. Generally, um, if it can fit on one vinyl disc, two sides. Yeah, two sides at least. Two full. S- two sides full. That's perfect. I mean, and there are some bands that I love and albums I really like, but they don't hold together. Like, um, so, like, there's a we've talked about Wilco before, not on these album reviews, I think. Um, but uh, they have an album called The Whole Love. We talked about the band that came before Wilco. Yeah, Uncle Tupelo. Yeah, Uncle Tupelo. Yeah. Um, but the Wilco's album, The Whole Love, which is a overall a really good album, but it's a uh, four side album, and I don't think. It a lot of fluff should have there. been a, first, a lot of fluff. Well, like the first song it's is like, like a seven minute song, and it's a lot of white noise and experimental shit. Oh, and okay. it's like, <laughs> but like whenever we come up with an album, which is my goal for this summer, by the way, I'm just gonna tell you that now. Yeah, I I want it to be just a nice, concise, like about forty minutes or so. Oh yeah, doesn't need to or be less a... even, as long as all the songs I like. If like if I, it's I, tight. Tight and like and I enjoy and all the songs and it's yeah. good. It doesn't need to be long. No, no, yeah. Um, however, there is a good bang for your bunk when you at least get like a 45, 50 minute album. Yeah. Um, but if it's a bunch of fluff, you're not really getting bang for your buck. Yeah. You know, and this album is a perfect example of an album that like every song is just fun. It's yeah. just. You know, I mean, if you know who the Rumjacks are, you'll know what you're getting into. You know, this is yeah. this is not like groundbreaking shit. It's fun Irish punk rock yeah. out of Australia. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know they were out of Australia before you, you told you me. You wouldn't by listening to them. No, you wouldn't. No. Well, except for some lyrical references. So, mm. and I I don't think I notice anything in and this album. This album, but like. In their old albums, they referenced stuff that was Australian. So there's like one one song they have where it's um, it's from one of their very early EPs, and there's a lyric where the guy goes, "I'm Scottish born and Australian bred. I'm strong in the arm <laughs> and soft in the head." Like, <laughs> um, so th- I mean, they reference it sometimes, but like they don't sound like. I mean, and of course, that that's a common thing. Like, people don't often sing in their accents. ACDC is Australian, but you wouldn't know it from listening to them. No. Like, and they're probably sings that really high the most all well-known the Australian band of all time. ACDC? Like, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking of Australian bands, I got to see Wolf Mother in concert. They're from Ooh. Australia. That was awesome. Dude, that would be super cool. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, anyway, so anything you want to say more about the Rum Jacks, Hestia? No, no, it's just, it's just. What's the song? What's the fun. song that you recommend? Athens to the North. Athens to the North. Yeah, that's Go a good one. Listen to that one. That's, that's an epic one. It's, it's epic. Yeah, a lot of other good ones. Through these, I iron, like, through these iron sights. Like I like through though. the iron sights for the guitar breakdown. Cool breakdown. Because I'm yeah. a guitar guy, you know. Yeah. So if you like, like guitar it, shit, listen to that through the iron yeah, sights. It's, if that you surprised like, me. If you like cool me. drinking anthems, listen to Athens to the North. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> How about that? Um, yeah, so... Um, Which one is next? Um, so, before we recorded this episode, 
I already had a new album in mind. It's going to be the one we talk about here in a second. But then I discovered, oh, shit, someone else just released an album all of a sudden as soon as I was talking about it. I was like, man, I'm going to give this album a listen through. And if it's worth anything, I will talk about it. Like Like if it sucks. Like literally the day you were texting me. And I was like, oh, fuck. this episode. I was like, damn. This album release. Yeah. And my thing is like. I listened to it and I was like, hey, if I don't really like it, I'm not even going to mention it on episode because I don't talk about things that I just don't like because that's no mm-hmm. fun and that's kind of – that's mean. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not going to make fun of any musician's album on air at least. <laughs> but <laughs> gonna, We won't try. To. But when we pick an album, we at least like aspects of it, parts of it, or it, you know, as a or, whole. Or if we criticize it, it's – not because we didn't pick it to criticize. No, we picked it because we picked it because it's we a, thought an album we thought would be worth talking about. Well, it's, we tried to do brand brand new albums on here, and well, anyways, um, April first, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Peppers came out with a new album. Yeah, Unlimited Love. I was kind of excited. Nice about neon a, sign design there. Cool album. Cover. A cool album. Cover. I was kind of excited about um, this because I generally like well, the Chili Peppers. Well, it's the first time John Frusciante's been back since 2009. Yeah. He yeah. replaced um, John. It's another John, actually. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget his name, but his the guitar to act, the guitarist actually replace him was his like guitar tech which is kind of oh. cool huh. um he replaced no not john but josh klinghoffer he replaced him yeah and you know what i mean like he was good i didn't have any problems with him yeah. as a musician but he wasn't john Frusciante. he didn't have that artistic like yeah john frashante has got uh, a special something special sauce yeah. you know like <laughs> he's got that he's got that in and out secret sauce but like, like, equivalent so, Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> is a band that I've always kind of had a weird relationship with. Uh, I love m- Mother's Milk and everything. Like, that's great. Uh, Danny yeah. California. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, for me, what I actually grew up with, though, was Stadium Arcadium. Dude, Stadium Arcadium that. is... That's a huge album. Say what it's you huge. will about, like, individual songs on it. When we're talking about albums that are well put together, and it's huge, it's like an hour and twenty minutes. It is. Whatever. This is a this is an album that holds itself together for the yeah. entire time. It's and that very was the, well done. The, uh, that was the less. I mean, that was the f- last uh, Chili Peppers album I actually cared about. I liked. I'm with you. That was good. Um, oh, which one's that? It's the one that was right after Chili. Oh, uh, the first Chili one with Josh. Yeah. And I thought that was a good album. It was a chill album. Yeah. It was super chill, and it was pretty cool. Um, well, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah. I haven't cared about the Red Hot Chili Peppers since Stadium Arcadium. Yeah, the getaway I didn't love, I've heard some of their. I also had no real issues with I've it I've heard either. some singles from them, from the getaway and from the one you yeah. talked about. Was, but the getaway was fine. This album, I, I knew John Frusciante was back. I remember hearing about that. John Frusciante's back in Red Hot Chili Peppers. Big news, like, yeah. And big yeah, news. he's not their original <laughs> guitarist, but he's like the guitarist for them. Yeah, like, I mean. He, they just work vibe so well with Frusciante. And um, I've always liked his style. He's always been like kind of a guitar hero of mine. Yeah. And um, well, when this album came out, 
when the first single came out, I slept on it. I didn't even listen to it. I was like, yeah, I don't really care about the Chili Peppers right now. I kind of forgot about it for a while. Um, and until, I kind of like, forgot about it. Right before it came out, I, but I, I, was, remember, I heard about it again. I was browsing through YouTube, and I saw them perform on Jimmy Kimmel. And it was when Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel actually switched hosting positions for April Fool's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it is funny that it came out on April Fool's. <laughs> <laughs> but not saying that this album bad but like okay so you know, like ultimately i think it was kind of let's appropriate talk about let's talk about it. so this album oh, the first album since tw- 2009 with john Frusciante. it's such a nice welcome to have him there like his oh, guitar riffing his yeah. songwriting included in there um and this album here's my thing there's there he is, Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> man himself. But this album clocks in at about an hour and thirteen minutes long. Yeah. Too long. Yeah, it's a little long. This album has a little bit of fluff in there. And um that's what really hurts it. Like if they cut it down to about forty five minutes, forty minutes, like I'd be like, Hell yeah. Like if they cut down the songs that I was like, Man, this isn't really anything. Um this album has r- in my opinion, good bangers on it, good songs on it, but it's just, it's hurt by the fluff. And yeah, it's generally getting good reviews, uh, but um, there's things about this album, like, man, if they would have just left us out and would have just, like, went into the, like, the 10 or 12, like, best songs instead of 17, it's 17 tracks, I was like, man, this would have been, like, a huge, like, banger as an album now there's songs i definitely go to to listen to this like that i really like and let's kind of talk about it so uh the opening song black summer Mm -hmm. let's talk about that one a little bit didn't like it you didn't like it no what's the main reason you didn't like it? anthony (laughs) kudos That's the same thing with my dad (laughs) my dad said um anthony kudos sounded like a leprechaun (laughs) In Black Summer. Sorry, I just spit across. <laughs> you did, but it didn't Sorry. hit me. It's good. Okay, good. Um, but he said he sounded like a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> like a silly little leprechaun, oh, specifically. Um, my funny. thing with Ham Nikitas on this song, Black Summer, he definitely has like a weird intonation. Like He does. Kind of a slightly Irish, slightly like weird, like Celtic kind of vibe, but not committing to it. But it's just weird. Here's the thing. It's just a weird accent going on with the song. But uh, but my thing is, musically, I really like this song, actually. Here's the thing. I didn't like this album. I didn't like a single song on this album. Oh, there's a song and I will convince every you Every single song, the reason I didn't like it I'm thinking was it's... because of I th- So here's... <laughs> Flea, Chad Smith, yeah, killing it. They they always kill it. Every John album, Frusciante, they're great. killing it. John Frusciante brought some much needed, like melodic, like just just good, cool music. guitar work. In yeah, here. the instrumental is the best they've been since Stadium Arcadium. I wish they would release an instrumental instrumental version of this. Dude, I would listen to that absolutely. <laughs> the thing is, I also think this is the worst vocal performance Anthony Kiedis has ever given in an album. No, and, I pick- and it distracts me. It distracted me from every single song. I picked song. this album for a reason. Not because I thought it was like a banger of an album. Because it was new. Because it was interesting yeah. to talk about. It's And um, it's the first Red Hot Chili Pe- Peppers album I have gave any attention to. Yeah. Um, I just I just think... But Anthony Kiedis... God. 
what he's doing here, it feels like he's literally just running through the motions. Yeah. There's not much. He didn't feel like he was grooving with it. Like, I've never thought he was like, I never thought that Anthony Kiedis was a great singer, but I've always thought he grooved with the Chili Peppers very well. That's what he's always done well. Uh, In the same way that, like, Bono isn't a great singer, but he works with you too. It's the same type of thing, but this album, I just did not feel like Anthony Kiedis was, like, grooved with it. Yeah, I mean. He just felt. Like he should, when he I was listening felt like to he it, didn't want to be there. When I was listening to it, I was like, "Man, this is nice instrumentation." Like, uh, there's some songs I want to talk about. Um, Aquatic mouth dance, for instance, great bass from Flea. Oh, Holy dude, shit! Yeah, yeah. And Flea even plays some trumpet there. That was um, Flea on the trumpet. <laughs> that was Flea. He oh, does play trumpet as well. Rad, but like Aquatic mouth dance, for instance, good funky cool song, bass led. Yeah. Um, guitars like taking the back seat, um, but. And all these songs really, Anthony Kiedis just feels like he's just kind of running through the motions. He doesn't yeah. really care. I just like he he and just the, and the thing is, it's distracting enough in every single song, at least was for me, that I it hurt the song. It hurt the song, and which resulted in there's not a single song that I uh, enjoyed all well, the for way me, through. There's a couple songs I enjoyed. Um, yeah, which ones? Here's the song I skipped though, <laughs> and I've come to appreciate. A little bit more, but Poster Child. It's basically uh, Anthony Kiedis just being nuts and being Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. But, like, without any of the kind of, like, drive behind it. Um, But then one I was like, oh, this is actually something. The Great Apes. Okay. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Um, Good guitar work on it and good enough vocal work. But, honestly, you're right. I mean, throughout I the whole it's thing, just... Anthony Kiedis is just – He's just reading the lines. Like I don't know, yeah. man. Like it's he didn't just... have. He didn't. He wasn't grooving with it. He didn't have a flow. He was off rhythm at times. I thought he was out of key at times. I thought. I really. I stand by. I think this is the worst. What do you think of these are the ways? Even like still like that. Such good instrumentation. Yeah. But Anthony Kiedis is just not he there. Just, it was the worst performance from Anthony Kiedis I've ever heard. The entire album. Was. Damn. Like, and I don't hate Anthony Kiedis like Caleb does. Right. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which it Caleb. was a little disappointing for me because I, I mean, I haven't been into the Chili Peppers in a while, but like when I was in middle school and high school, I was really into the Chili Peppers. I, yeah. I really like the Chili Peppers. Um, but yeah, yeah. California. California. Did you, Did you know, know? that? I'm, I'm gonna go watch that um, YouTube video. He does have a song that mentions a lot of places in California, and it's actually one that I do like instrumentally. Um, White braids and pillow chair. I think almost all of them are instrumentally really good. Yeah, that's why seriously. I say I have mixed feelings about. It. I think this is the best instrumental work they've done in a long time. Partly, the, partly because of John Frusciante being back. The song I like the most, by far, like seriously, mm-hmm. is the Heavy Wing. Mm. And that one features John Frusciante and vocals on the yeah. chorus, and that saves it. Yeah, and, the, and like, that's the, saying a lot. That the 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 one that is the best is where Anthony Kiedis doesn't do all the singing. Yeah, <laughs> like that song is like a huge <laughs> banger, like epic, and I love it, man. Like it, it'll be in my 2022 playlist. The Heavy Wing, like damn, like John Frusciante's like really showing yeah. his stuff, like good solo work, and he, cool guitar yeah, work. John Frusciante vocal work. does shine in this. He does some great And I've seen people work. that are like, oh, man, John Frusciante should sing more in the Chili Peppers. Dude, I mean, yeah. And I, I mean, 
again, because I used to be a big fan of the Chili Peppers, it kind of disappoints me to say that Anthony Kiedis seems to have lost his touch in this album. Well, I told my dad, I was like, when I saw them perform live on These Are The Ways with uh, Jimmy Fallon, mm-hmm. um, I was like, damn, like that's that's good. Like I love the instrumentation and everything. Chad Smith is killing it. He's oh, giving his all. Dude, he always And, you know, it. he gave... And we haven't talked about it before, but Chad Smith is an underrated drummer. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. We we haven't talked about it before, but rest in peace, uh, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, from the Foo Fighters. It's a tragedy. He was such uh, a cool guy. Cheers. Like, cheers. Cheers. Yeah, rest in peace. I got to see him play live twice, and he sang Queen, and he was awesome. He's a good singer. He, and, was, he was a good singer. Yeah, great drummer and playing for one of the greatest drummers. So that's yeah. saying a lot. And. Yeah. Anyways, Chad Smith, he um, gave tribute to Taylor on both of his drum heads. Wow. He had Taylor's name. Nice. And they were really good friends, and Taylor was even the godfather of the, one of his daughters, I think, or something wow. like that, to yeah. his kids. And, um, well, anyways, yeah, that was cool that he did that tribute. But, like, Chad Smith was killing it, and he was giving his all. Flea was just Flea, you know what he, I mean? He's always great. And John Frusciante just looks the same as he ever did. <laughs> Wearing a long sleeve tee uh, under a short sleeve T-shirt, you know, making him look younger. Yeah, <laughs> tricking us. But it's like, dude, like the whole time I was watching that performance, though, I was like, man, Anthony Kiedis, he, he might. Let's, I mean, he might be into it, but like, he, I don't feel it. Yeah, like he's Anthony Kiedis. If you're listening, I don't know if it's old age yeah. or like what's going on, but like a- Anthony, he's lacking that kind of. Uh, Anthony, can I call you Anthony? If you're listening. What the fuck, dude? Don't beat this up. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Where's Where's your passion gone? No, like, the whole if time it's I... it's there, we can't hear it. When I saw the live performance, I was like, it's all good, but Anthony Kiedis was just... He, he wasn't there. Like, he didn't have the passion just, that he used yeah, to. Yeah, and it, it's honestly disappointing to me because... But this album had such... Oh, my God. Such could, great potential. I feel like if, if Anthony Kiedis gave a better performance this album could have been if, a really you know, good album if he would have taken out a few of the songs cut it down to about 10 yeah. or 12 like and you know made anthony kiedis like get it more into it like i do like the great apes and, and, and he sings on all these yeah i like um these are the ways i like white braids and pillow chair that one has a really mouth dance cool guitar riff pretty cool instrumental bass. stuff oh the bass yeah. on that yeah amazing but yeah, like it's, it's an album that was oh man if Anthony Kiedis was given the drive that he used to, like it, it, it would have been really yeah, good. It was just but, uh, a little disappointed, which made it a breath of fresh air after listening to this to listen to our next album. So our next album, <laughs> because this funny next enough, one was good. This next <laughs> one, holy shit, came out of nowhere. I heard a couple of the singles. Like I'm not gonna lie, I heard some of the singles because yeah. I keep up with it. And his one of his, it's Jack White. It's the first time we talked about yeah. him in here. I could talk about the White Stripes. I could talk about the Raconteurs. But no, we're talking about a Jack White solo album, which is something I never thought I would do, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, the White Stripes, that's pretty much Jack White solo. Let's be real. Like, Meg White didn't, like, contribute to songwriting or anything um, that I know. Not too much. <laughs> you want to know one thing I noticed immediately? First song on this album. So, 
There's some cool like Let's I talk mean, about it. I mean this so this album. Well, wait, 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 real quick before you get into it. Yeah, what is, is the, what is the album? Fear of the Dawn by Jack White. I'm jumping ahead of came out April eighth. Very recent. Yeah, it was recorded six and, days ago. It was recorded at Third Main Records in Nashville, one of his studios. This yes. album came out be- after our last episode came out. It couldn't have we couldn't have even covered this sooner. No, yeah, seriously, yeah, this is as right soon as we this. could cover it. Um, and like when I told you, I was like, "Oh shit, Jack White came out a new album." I was like, "Okay, I gotta check this out. If it's anything, we're gonna talk about it." Like, yeah. Um, and it is something. It is, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, first thing I notice is that it's got. I mean, while it's solo Jack White and some of his newer stuff has been, a, he's, he's experimented with some folky stuff. Well, admittedly, he, I he like does, what Jack White does. He goes like from bluegrass yeah. to like electronic. Admittedly, like, I, act, I actually am a fan of a lot of his solo stuff. Yeah. Um, I like that. I'm, and apparently he's got another you, album coming out this year. Oh, wow. Like in the summer. He's working hard then. Uh, yeah. Have you, have you listened to the album he did with Neil Young? I haven't. Dude, he did an album with Neil Young, all recorded in one of those like really old school like one person recording booths. Nice. Um that he has at his uh Third Man Records or whatever it is. Um Yeah, uh, my dad, he, he's actually been to the Third Man Records in nice. Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently at Third Man Records they have that booth and you can go in and like pay. Yeah, you can and pay it, and like record. It's, it's you can that, record it's a that song. Booth. In there. Him and Neil Young recorded an album in that. In that little booth. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, I'm sure they added other stuff to it. But um, but, no, no. The first thing I, I noticed is that I, it's it's driving. It's like old white stripe stuff where it's just driving well, electric let me guitar. You. But there's more. Let me on tell top you. Let me it. tell you. Let me tell you. So his last album, uh, Boarding House. Reach back in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, it was his most experimental album. It was a lot of electronic stuff. Um, I was of, less into that one. That one, I was like, okay, um, like cool, good for you, but like it wasn't an album I could listen through the whole thing. There was like a couple songs, like Lazaretto, I think, on there. If that's on that one, I don't know. His albums kind of blurred together. Lazaretto was uh, his own album, his yeah, own album. <laughs> which was a decent album. Yeah, that was decent. I liked that one. Uh, but this album, like, holy shit! Like, I, I was like, man, I gotta check out the new Jack and, and Blunderbuss. Blunderbuss was, that was good. his first solo yeah, album. I liked that one a lot. That one was just strictly guitar driven, bluesy. Like, it didn't R and B driven. Like, it didn't yeah. have like uh, much experimental stuff. I like this album cover. Yeah, it's a cool album cover. And yeah, he dyed his hair blue and everything. <laughs> yeah, he looks weird with it, but whatever. Yeah, he always does. But <laughs> it, this... work, it works with the album cover because of the, the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The... <laughs> and it's spooky and everything. Yeah. But this album... Jack White is a spooky man. So I've heard Taking Me Back because that came out when the latest Call of Duty came out, which oh, I was yeah. surprised that he had his song marketed with that. He usually doesn't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's, he's not into that shit normally, but... but... Call of Duty had his song, and I thought it was just a single. I didn't know it was going to be with an album. Yeah. Like, I thought it was just a single for the game or whatever, for marketing, and it was a cool single, Taking Me Back, and it's a good opening song. That's the opening song of yeah. this album. Yeah. Um, uh, for, wh- and wh- then the other song that I heard before this was um, Heidi Ho. Oh, yeah. And I got some good things to say about them. I actually. like that one. Um, what, I started listening to the album, uh, and I – Taking me back, that that song it starts playing, and my I'll tell you what my immediate thought was. So like the electric guitar comes in, and that you it has a, it has a cool drum beat in it, and my immediate thought was like, wow, this is like White Stripes but with a good drummer. 
Yeah. And as far as I know, this is like <laughs> his first digitally recorded album, as far as I know. Oh, yeah. He's, he he likes to do analog stuff. Yeah. And yeah, this is the yeah. first time he's going into the digital route. And it works, honestly. Like, um, So, yeah, yeah, Take Me Back. That's the big single from this, but I don't think it's the best song. Yeah. I, I really don't. It's really good. And it's a good banger. But then it goes straight. And I love when albums do this and when, and when it works. But it goes straight into the next song, Fear of the Dawn. Yeah, so the so title track. This album I was mentioning um, a letter home. It's oh. it's actually technically just marketed as a Neil Young album, but is recorded with Jack White. Nice. Third Man Records and Jack White plays guitar and does singing in it too. Nice. So that's cool. I'll really, have to check really, that out. Really good album actually. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but I got the pleasure of seeing Jack White playing live solo and then also with the raconteurs. Wow, dude, I'm and jealous of that raconteurs. I've thought I thought about play. talking about and I got to see them play baseball. <laughs> yeah. But you know, yeah. I've thought about talking about the raconteurs album and maybe down the line, but you know, this one, I was like, you know what, Jack White's got a new album. I'm gonna give it a good listen to, and if it's anything we're going to talk about it and like damn like it for me it's like so far the best like new rock album of 2022 of this year for me um as far as rock goes oh yeah um but yeah it goes straight into fear of the dawn and that one reminds me a lot of old white stripe stuff mm-hmm. like black math like uh yeah. from i think that's from get behind me satan i believe but um or is that from there, Mark there's some but There's way, some cool moments in these songs, and I don't remember which song it is. Admittedly, when I listened to this album, I didn't pay much attention to what blurs songs. together. Yeah, yeah. I just in a listened, good way. I just listened to it and let it be. Uh, like, but there's some. But cool, then Heidi Ho. Yeah, there's some. That cool, one's got rapper Q-Tip on it. I liked that. That was fucking. And that awesome. one at first, I was like, okay, interesting. I was I was immediately like into it. But like, it's fun. I was like, it's really is, good. I was like, all right. It's yeah. it's really grown on me. I'm like, um, damn, this is really cool. And there's some experimental stuff, but and like isophobia. It doesn't overstay its welcome. The experimental stuff, because like it's the right amount of experimental. It's, well, it's like I don't because the last song... album was a little too experimental. Well, for it's me. like I don't remember what song it is, but there's at one point in one of the songs where it's like some driving guitar and drum beat, and then it bridge hits and it's into some weird synth stuff. Into the Twilight, perhaps? Maybe it was Into the Twilight. I and, really like that and one, And I actually. was digging it because it was like still a driving song and then just had a little break with some But what I like about this whole stuff. album, it's got all the experimental digital synth and electronica and everything in it, hip-hop, whatever, but it's still driven by electric guitar. Yeah. And that's what Jack White's like known for. I mean, he's... An electric guitar. He doesn't guy. want to be known for it, but it's what. He, but he is known for it, and it's what. He I does, don't know what he knows. Does best. I don't know what he wants to be known for. Honestly, I like. Well, I mean, yeah. He, <laughs> but isophobia. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. And I looked it up. That means the fear of the sunrise, the dawn. Yeah. Which is the same title, technically the same title as fear of the dawn, but that one's largely ex. ex- instrumental like it's got some lyrics here and there but it's not really like a song song mm-hmm. but the guitar work yeah, a little it, like, 30 second the guitar work no that's <laughs> dusk, dusk. Yeah. oh yeah uh, but the guitar work in isophobia is like amazing isophobia. it reminds me of like buckethead stuff honestly like yeah. with some of the stuff he would do um and then that was then this is now that one's a good i mean you know, pretty straightforward banger into the twilight though i mean but then you have isophobia reprise which is fun and then my favorite song off of this album, personal. Well, I mean, 
this is an album where I can just listen to the whole thing through and just really enjoy it and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really like Morning, Noon, and Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one has amazing guitar work, especially the solo, and it's got like an electric piano synth solo on there. Yeah. Um, and then you have Shedding My Velvet, which was a little bit more of a ballad. But uh, funny enough, there's no acoustic song on this album. There usually is on a Jack White venture. You know, but, um, but I think it, it, it's probably better for it. Because I, this whole I, album has, every song has a distinct nature to it, distinct yeah. melody. I really but it like has this whole Jack, tone to it. I like Jack White's acoustic stuff, but I think the album is better for not having that in it. Because that would break it up. That yeah. would be weird. It's just, you know. I mean, like I said, when I listened to this, I didn't pay much attention to what songs were... Um, I was listening to it. I just listened. To, I just put it on and it plays and I just, you get lost in it a bit. It's just a fun album. And, and to listen here's another to cool me. thing. It's only 39 minutes long, <laughs> which means. Yeah. It's, it's right around 40 minutes. It's short. Well, not, no, it's not short. I, well, I wouldn't say that's short, it's but it's shorter than most albums. Most albums are 45 to 50 minutes. Yeah. Long, yeah. So it's slightly shorter than most albums. It doesn't overstay. It's, it's welcome. It's just, it's a concise it's listening concise, experience. yeah. And it, every song goes into the next. Not a single song feels like weird filler, except for maybe Dusk, but that's 30 seconds, so it doesn't count. That's like an in-between-the-sides kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's an uh, Easter egg <laughs> song. It's like, it's, yeah, and I bet it has like a hidden song if you get the right kind of vinyl from Third Man Records or yeah, whatever. Prob- probably. He always does. But like, I love how... like He likes that type of shit. Take Me Back goes straight into Fear of Dawn, and then it goes into White Raven, and then so on. Like It just goes into each other. Like Flows well. Yeah. And like each song has its own distinct sound, and then you have Isophobia reprise, but like, um, or Ozo, I don't know how to pronounce it, Eosophobia, but um, yeah. I don't know. But I just love <laughs> how it all flows together. It all has this concise sound to it. Like it doesn't sound. They all fit together. Like it fits as an album, and honestly. This is the first Jack White album solo that I've listened to the whole thing and enjoyed. Yeah. On a lot of his other solo albums, like Boarding House Reach, for example, I'll skip over to the ones I like. Lazaretto, you know, I skip over to the ones I like. Blunderbuss, I'm like, oh, a lot of this is kind of basic. But, like, man, this one, I think this might be his best work. I I would agree. I mean, I've I've listened. I like some of it, like Blunderbuss. Solo wise, Blunderbuss might have been basic. I really still really liked it. Lazarus. Oh yeah, it's, it's a rock. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, acoustic recordings doesn't count. Well, that's just a, a compilation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, going through Wikipedia here. Um, I boarding didn't, House. Reach. I didn't love Boarding House. Reach. I mean, that was, was the one I was like, oh, that thing. is cool. How he's getting experimental, like with the electronic yeah. and like everything. But, but this one, this one was. Really good. What makes it yeah. work, it still has that classic white stripes guitar driven sound, but then mm-hmm. you have all the synth and the electronic yeah. and the digital shit like going on with it, and it just works really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would agree. And uh, good album. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I got to include this album. It's brand new and it's good. So. <laughs> And because yeah, I originally, I remember, I remember you texted me being like, "Should we change up the format? Should we replace an album? Because you wanted yeah. to include this, and we were just like, just we, add we just, just, just add it. Let's just do five albums. Yeah, nobody's going to get mad at us. Uh, and if you are mad at us for breaking up the format, 
Why? And I'm not going to lie. I why wanted, do you care that much? Yeah, why do you care? <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. I wanted to include Unlimited Love by Red Hot Chili Peppers because it's a new album with songs I like, but for the most part, it kind of falls flat as yeah. an album. Yeah. Not saying it's a bad. I wouldn't say it's no, a bad album. If you love the Chili Peppers, still listen to it. Go listen. Like, and if you can get over Anthony Kiedis, just kind of being a caricature almost yeah, of and, himself. And, and hell, maybe maybe you will like his vocals. I we just didn't. We just didn't. It's like I don't pay attention to the vocals on that album. Really, I pay attention to the instrumentals. Yeah, because yeah. the instrumentals are top notch. Yeah, they, they are very good. Um, but it was ultimately a disappointment. But Jack White was not a Fear disappointment. Fear of the Dawn, yeah. I thought That's it was... That's definitely one we would recommend that It's It was really good. Uh, yeah. So, um, as as usual, we'll... We'll, uh, we'll add to the playlist and yeah. we'll include that into our um, description. Yeah. Are we going to add some chili peppers, chili peppers in the playlist, too? Oh, we will. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. we kind of have to. We got to yeah. include every album. <laughs> Even if we don't love it. I'll pick out the <laughs> best ones, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, it'll maybe still just be one there. of them. <laughs> it'll know? still be in there somewhere. It'll be represented, and we will make sure to put that in the description. And the link may not work on all platforms, but um, go on. If you go, you can copy it. We'll have it where you yeah, can copy and it. It's a Spotify playlist, so you. Can I don't also, think we should copy it. It's a Spotify playlist, so you could probably look it up. We'll put the title of the adjunct playlist. Yeah, we'll we'll not just put the link, but the title of the playlist that you can look up on Spotify if you can't click the link. And it's got every other album we've talked about on this series before. Yep, and like two or three, I think like two songs from each album, something like so that. So you can kind of yeah. hear hear a good smorgasbord of what we like. Yeah, um, as far as these albums go. And um, there you go. That's about it with the episode. Um, pretty, pretty good. Uh, pretty good representation of new albums here. We got. Yeah, I would say uh, so. And um, some, uh, there's some jazz albums I've been thinking about. There's some funk albums. I mean, this playlist is going to diversify weird. a little bit more. Yeah. It's going to be a weird playlist. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking I'd try to diversify a little bit. I mean, like uh, I've been really into Nora Jones recently. Wow, like, I wouldn't expect that from you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nora Jones is fucking awesome. She is, yeah. I've also been really into Bing Crosby. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll just come out with a Primus or Megadeth album next yeah, time. Yeah, let, let's knows? let's do a let's we'll do an episode where I nothing... choose old school crooners and he only chooses like hardcore metal. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be a good dynamic, and it'll make our playlist really fucking weird. It's going to be a weird playlist. That's why it's the odd drunk playlist. Yeah. Hey, as, odd. hey, as long as uh, they're either new albums or albums we like. Exactly. New and old. Yeah. Or or one of these days, maybe we'll, I'll throw you a curveball cr- and pick an old album that I hate. <laughs> Just an album we despise. Just, just be like, but we'll be still like, be like, this is not a new album. For us to stay relevant, I just thought I just really wanted to shit on this for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every once in a while that we're having. Well, anyways, that's the episode. Um, <laughs> go ahead, leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you're listening to. And yeah. If it's Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review or a not-so-nice one. But we're if it's a not-so-nice one, we will read it on air. Yeah, I can promise and, you and that. we will shit on you we will. about it. Uh, but anyways, um. <laughs> but we won't shit on anyone that leaves us a nice five-star. <laughs> No, no. But everyone's welcome to their own opinion, and um, 
Yeah, no, le- legitimately, we we legitimately, don't, we, we're, yeah. we we want you to give your honest opinion, yeah. whatever that may be. Yeah. So, um, and we'll see you next. Yeah, week. see you next. Message us if you have a request for episodes or anything like that. We have all yeah, our info, yeah. In the, info in the link tree. You can message if us on Instagram you, or email or whatever you feel. If you like. follow us on Instagram, let us know. Um, um, add us, and. Um, uh, we we never have people like tell us what they want to hear on the podcast or anything like that. Yeah, we would like to hear so that. So if more. if if one of you has an episode idea, we will probably take it seriously and yeah, maybe that'd be nice. maybe do it cuz we need ideas. Yeah. So anyway, that's about it. It's our junk podcast and we're out. <laughs> this is not a test. I repeat this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now. I thought we said we were done. What are you still doing here? Yeah, what are you doing here? Get out of here. You loiter. Every week. Every fucking week. There's always somebody. We have to remind you. It's always you. It's always you listening. Brian. <laughs> God damn it, Brian. Yeah, it's Brian. Go to bed. Yeah. It's like three in the morning now. It's three in the morning. For you. Actually, it could be like during the day. I don't know. No, you, no, it's probably three in the morning because yeah. Brian, I know, I we we know that you're you stay up late when you shouldn't, yeah. and we know that you as do I. You just you just didn't eat anything healthy today, and you're probably feeling you just, you just you go, get some sleep. How much wine did you drink? How much wine did you drink, Brian? What was it? A whole bottle? Was it two oh. bottles? Stop it. Get out. <laughs> <laughs>